Welcome, everybody, to the Called Podcast from First Fisherman Media. I am still here in Paris at the wonderful convent of the uh, Religious of the Assumption in Paris, and I am joined today by Sister Lila. Sister, thank you so much for joining us today. I am looking forward to hearing uh, Sister Lila's story. Thank you, Andrew. Um, uh, The story, story... Uh, when we say story, perhaps we can start with a prayer. Amen. That would yeah. be the perfect. Yeah. So, Sister, yeah, yeah. please begin us yeah. in prayer. Amen. Um, God, our loving Father, we come to your presence. As this is a surprise meeting, like, and you are present in our midst. Send your Holy Spirit upon us. To speak how you walked with me from the very beginning. So much to say. To speak about your blessings upon blessings. Thank you for each moment of my life. Thank you for this moment where I am asked to share about my journey with you and my vocation. Inspire me to speak from your inspiration. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister. Thank you. So, Sister, as I said, the purpose of the podcast is to get people to hear a little bit from you about your religious vocation so that they can learn a little bit more about you and also maybe to help inspire more vocations to the church. So let's start at the beginning. Where are you from, sister? And I tell us a little bit about your, your, your growing up. I know that I am coming from India, in the, s- uh, the southern part of India, uh, called Kerala. Uh, Kerala is a Catholic population. Uh, unlike uh, other, many other different uh, states in India, or northern, northern states in India, we had the chance to be evangelized by the Apostle St. Thomas from that time onwards. What year? When was that? When did St. Thomas travel to India? St. Thomas in the um, uh, first centuries, you know, the third centuries, that that, uh, that time. time yeah, the long time. And uh, he died uh, or he's martyred in, uh, in, in Tamil Nadu. In, uh, his tomb is there and... Uh, we are called that way. We are called Siro uh, mm, Malabar Church. That means uh, another uh, right you know, coming from the uh, the Eastern tradition. <coughs> so I am not going into that history, but um, uh, my family is a very Catholic Catholic family, and my parents, grandparents. So I had the chance to be grown up in a Catholic family. Catholic family means uh, that time I haven't realized uh, what I was receiving from home. 
because we were living together my with my grandparents parents and we were seven children um, four brothers and uh, three girls we are seven we are and uh, <clears throat> among them two became priest and the three of us religious um, one left uh, and became uh, got married and uh, his children are all settled and the second brother uh, is still alive Mm, no, first brother he died second third fourth are still alive one brother is a priest missionary in india and he is also retired we three girls are the last ones so they are older than us the brothers so in the family from the family uh, we received uh, faith by osmosis mm. because when i think of my god what a religious formation we received not only saying prayers but in all our um the relationship the respect to the to the grandparents and their love for us the, the little children and uh, coming together and my mother how she was taking care of my uh, my grandmother who was who became um, became blind at the end of his uh, her life and end of her life and the way they were taking care of the way they respect uh, the way um, the whole thing in the family is um, taken care now the the relationship the communication all this this today when i think of it my god what a heavenly thing it was mm. then um then what to say uh, uh, my my grandmother was became blind i said no so every month from the church a distant church those days we did not have a good road um the the travel facilities the vehicle was not coming to our place so from the parish church after the service in the parish church the father has to come around 10 o'clock in the house in the in the morning uh, uh, walking with a communion for my grandmother so we used to we used to prepare for that great event when jesus comes home so we were preparing the road with the leaves green, green leaves like palm tree leaves you know like that and prepare and all this time what i have seen is my grandmother sits there and pray till she receives communion a confession and communion she does not take even a drop of water and then father come and hearing the confession and communion and after that we serve him breakfast and he goes after that after that only my grandmother takes something then that was the from in the evening always there is prayer long prayer rosary 
the prayer for the um, prayer for um, uh, the 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 those who have died and uh, um, prayer for them then every month there is a kind of uh, devotion to sacred heart or saint joseph or each each month is uh, uh, destined for some devotions so we read something of that sort then also is connected with uh, some action that means uh, serving something to the poor or things like that so that was also a part of um, the the kitchen also you know i saw my mother when she prepare uh, she takes rice when she measure rice for every day to cook one um, bunch of rice will go into one store that is for the poor each time she takes we take for cooking and one like that so the, those things i have seen then my brothers when they one of them uh, he is done this one of them used to, i need a two tiffin um today one is uh, one is for him one is for somebody who comes to the class without food so want to share that this is generally speaking this was the type of then with the neighborhood there is brahmins there are uh, hindus a brahmin is a could you explain what that is to people who aren't familiar with india ah uh, brahmins that is uh, the hinduism no hinduism is uh, um, hindu religion is the primordial religion in india then uh, hindus uh, different caste system is there in in hinduism that is man made caste it is not hinduism hinduism is a good religion but people who made it top middle uh, like that you know the brahmins shudrans vaishyar like that so the topmost uh, they consider as uh, the top uh, serving in the temple and this and that the others the, the warriors going this for that kind of thing then others um, you know business and things like that and the lower class is the menial works so they are considered uh, considered as um, lower they they i uh, will not allow them to come up that kind of thing so that is in the north india exist that is not my, where i am but there was this, that distinction was there those who have those who have not but uh, law has changed so much uh, and change has taken place okay that was the situation background, mm, background. then when i was studying um, i was studying with the carmelite sisters school that time i was attracted by their life attracted very much i used to go for uh, the prayer special legion of mary or things like that there was uh, some uh, then there are there is a month uh, destined for the prayer to centeres um, for that we used to go there so that kind of life attracted me uh, attracted me but i kept it i did not tell anybody but when i finished my my schooling and uh, high school finished then college 
two years afterwards, uh, I began to think, no, I have to decide now. The, from home, they insisted you continue, finish your college study or university study, then you go. Then um, by that time, my one of my brothers who was a missionary in the north came for, came for um, holiday at home. By that time, I was thinking of joining another congregation, missionary congregation, whatever it is, missionary I want, not the local congregation, but I want to, missionary means going to the north of India. When we quit Kerala, going out means for us, it was a mission, going to the mission. So why? Because this is uh, another unknown place. Language is different. Culture is different, mm, um, food is different, weather is different, the way we dress, everything is different. So we have to adjust to those things. So I was uh, dreaming of that sort. I found uh, a missionary congregation. Perhaps I will join in that missionary. I have seen that their leaflet. Then as I was uh, doing that, my elder sister already joined Assumption here at that time. But I did not want to join where she joined. So I was thinking of another. Hmm. Then when my brother came, he knew the congregation. I was thinking of one of the, one of the communities um, where he was working. He did not have a great appreciation. Then she, he asked me, why don't you think of Assumption? I said, to the, no, I don't want to go to Paris or any other place. I, do, I want a, a mission. I want a mission. Then he told me, this congregation, Assumption, religious of the Assumption, when they come back, they want to go to mission. That is what their intention, not to stay in Kerala. That has changed my understanding of this thing. Then I began to contact with the people concerned. That is how I came to Assumption. And that missionary uh, uh, possibility is there. That time we did not have a branch in India. When I was preparing to join, to come to Paris, the first mothers from here came to my home also um, to have a house somewhere in Kerala. So they got in touch with with the Bishop of Pala, that is Kerala, in my diocese, uh, for the first time. Then when the mothers came there, why we have to come here? This is uh, priest and nuns all over. Why we have to come here? Then there is nothing to evangelize here. <laughs> then they were saying, no, from here, not to stay here, but to go to the north, to the missions. So like that, uh, uh, my coming to Assumption, my coming to Assumption, everything was new here. Food, weather, language, no language. But there was, that time, Mother Denise was here, the general, Mother Denise. What year was this? Eh? What, what year was this? In 66. 66, okay. Mm. Right. I, was, I was very young, now old. <laughs> <laughs> 66. 
66 or 68, 66. Something like that, okay. Yeah. Then uh, the life gave me a lot of, lot of inspiration. That time, uh, those who instructed us, uh, translated to us, said, uh, who is Maria Jeanine? who she was not beatified at that time, but about her life. And the life here I could see on the face of the mothers. Here the um, general was general was uh, a French mother, Denise, a missionary zeal, zealous person. Uh, um, went to everywhere, to Africa, and she is the one who started in India also. So that way I came to. Assumption. Any other question? <laughs> <laughs> great. Um, yeah, I do actually. Um, so, why do you? So, why do you think the mission call was so big for you? Was there a reason that you think that mission? That was from the very beginning. From from the very beginning, it was there. I used to read the books. I read the books of the life of saints. Then I, s I saw also the missionaries going uh, where there is no road, no no facility, uh, the bullock carts those days. Sounds hard. Eh? Sounds difficult. Difficult. <laughs> you Diffi wanted the difficult yeah. way. <laughs> you didn't want the easy way. Easy way. So, so then, uh, to go and uh, serve some people like that. And I thought I will be a nurse. To giving medicine or things like that—that that was the the things which uh, inspired me at that time. You know, just something to do for for God, for, for do for Christ. So you were here in Paris. Then where did you go after that? Did they send you on to different places? Uh, after that, I was here. I I finished my initial formation, uh, postlancy novitiate, and two years juniorate. Four years I was here. Then I was in. I was sent for theology in Rome. I was there four years. And after that means after seven years only, I have gone back to India. After joining. Huh? So you went. You were four years. Or you were four years in Rome, a couple years in Paris, and then four you went back. Four years. Four, four years here. Four years here. Four mm. years in Rome. Did you say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you went back. Went back. And what was your theology studies like in Rome? Theology in Rome. What was it like? What was the experience that, of that being was in Rome? theology because uh, about all the, mm, the the this was uh, soon after Vatican Second, so about uh, Christology, philosophy, um, little bit of you know uh, philosophy, Christology, liturgy. Uh, revelation and th those kind of things were there uh, um, um, a series of classes for three years and uh, from there the last uh, it was only only three years then one more year they added for uh, um, to affiliated with the university Gregorian University I think mm. so that way they could give me a uh, how to say um, um, MA in uh, a master's degree in uh, religious studies or something like that. Got it. Yeah. 
And then you left and you went back to India. What was it like returning to India after returning so... Returning India, everything has changed. My nephews who were there like that, they were like that. They could not recognize even, yeah. Then uh, after reaching back, that time the, when the, the foundation was already made, you know, that time. Uh, soon, soon I was, I was asked to uh, work in the formation. And they're preparing the candidates, postulants, etc. But I was given also again a chance to go for a go for uh, another training that means uh, a psycho spiritual training in india uh, run by father tony dimello um you may not know him i've heard the name he's a jesuit right jesuit he's yes right. yes, okay. yes in america he has uh, came several time and uh, he died there only mm -hmm. so he was in india he, he was an indian and he started a center uh, for the religious formation, formatives formation for the Jesuits and also uh, a mm, small number of sisters also. We were 17 only in the group for, mm, for a year course. So spirituality, psychology, therapy and everything was there in that. So it is for the, you know, for to, uh, to accompany uh, for the spiritual direction to give all that was the purpose of it. So I had that training. Then I was put into the formation. That was uh, as a novice mistress. So that continued, continued, continued till, <laughs> I do not know how many, how many years, till I uh, have been given another. How um, many years was it? Many, multiple decades. 70, seven, um, that was... Um, uh, 70, 74, 76, 77 I started and uh, it continued um, till 80. It, uh, then, then when I was, um, then in, in the novitiate was also transferred from place to place inside, uh, inside the country. And um, uh, soon after that, uh, I was elected as a provincial in 90. 90, yeah. What was it? What was your experience like um, accompanying so many young sisters? What oh, was that like? That was uh, that was a each group was a each group was different. Mm. Uh, each group was different. Uh, um, places also were different. Uh, mm. So. Each time there is something creative was there. Uh, going to uh, the poor and having experience with them in different ways. In different, different ways. And then uh, experimented this, experimented that with the life of the people. Mm. So that was the formation and uh, equally not all the time there, but uh, part of their formation was taken to then um, um, at one place it was uh, cultivation that means uh, little gardening and things like that so i said uh, if we speak about poverty and going to the market and getting things bought in kerala um, um, people take care of the land and cultivate and do it 
and how can we speak about poverty like that so i thought um we have to inspire this we have only very little land eh, around the kitchen and this and that not property or anything so to have to make use of it so mm, i said i i took that book called little prince uh, and uh, i took that rose you know her his special uh, rose garden and the recognized rose and all that thing so i said uh, i have in my pocket the, the plenty of uh, seeds uh, many types of seeds so i read and explained this thing and now i said i am going to give you a surprise i will give you these seeds to um, different people and a little corner of the garden and you take care of the plant if you do if you do know how to take care of a plant you will know how to take care of a human person <laughs> something like that said so went and they all did it as a duty some as uh, interest others things like that we all at 4 o'clock we all go to the garden and we water it we manure it and things like that it was then after 6 months a group of men came from the municipality i said sister could you give your name i said no because there is no need because we are not for competition or anything mm, this is for just for our um, community no you don't need to do anything you give your name that is all uh, so we gave the name and they went after some time these fellows returned by that time everything was with a with a fruit fruit means vegetable and this and that and that so there was a competition in our calicut at that time uh, for the uh, terrace garden and kitchen garden and one more thing rose garden or something like that so we were in the kitchen garden side so all the water coming from the kitchen small kitchen uh, that is not wasted and um, um, how to call it um, the gas out of kaudang um, prepared that 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 facility was there all that anyhow the garden was really plenty um, plenty of uh, without uh, wasting the land they have nicely so they put the mark and went and the following day i was not there i went to the other community a little distant so they put the mark we got the first prize for the kitchen garden so that came out in the newspaper so we have to go and get the uh, trophy or something like that on the public in the garden so this kind of that continued three consecutive years we got the first prize <laughs> but uh, uh, these are all part of uh, part of the value education for them at the same a kind of interest this uh, is for the young sisters there are sisters b- and sisters mm-hmm. and mm. the so you were doing this gardening and also you were working with poor people were they also helping you with the garden ah, or no 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 we are the ones of um, a short time in the garden at 4 o'clock or something till that time we they have classes we have other programs uh, uh, studies in the morning they have classes and we used to have a uh, poor children from the area used to come to our place and they used to give a uh, tuition classes 
alphabetists. And uh, we used to go in the third years, uh, no, second, uh, second year novices used to go and stay in the beaches, beach uh, side with the fishermen in the little hut for three months experience like that. So lot of involvement were there in the social side also. They would stay with the fishermen in the fishermen. In I also went with them, and we have uh, our own among them, among their huts. We have also our huts, but during the day we go and teach them. Uh, mm. So things like that. This was for more for us than for them to live a poor life. How they live, what they, uh, how they, edu how we can educate them. Uh, how difficult their life is by experience rather than by reading a book mm -hmm. or reading a book. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So the idea was for the novice sisters to go and live with the poor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Live with the poor people so that they could understand yeah, yeah, in reality yeah, 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 the yeah, poverty. Yeah. Was that so? You're in the religious of the Assumption. You take vows of poverty. What are the vows that you take in the in the order? We take the vows, poverty, chastity, obedience. Yeah, yeah. And the sisters that were coming, were they mostly Indian sisters or were there could be sisters from anywhere that were sent there? There in India, because of the government's restrictions, we could uh, only uh, take Indians. Only take mm. Indian sisters. Mm. But uh, in the beginning, foreigners came, but they did not get longer visa. So they couldn't stay very long in India. For a long time, they could not stay. But there are people stayed, uh, but afterwards they have to quit the country. What is it like? Um, what was it like at that time um, to be a Christian in India, to be a Catholic in India? No problem at that time because um, um, even we we mingled with other religion. We studied it together. We were very good family friends that way there was a lot of uh, in the south uh, i am speaking about my experience sure, in the south sure, sure. but that is not the condition when you go to other side i even today i do not know uh, if you ask me how is in the north i can speak only where we are working india is a continent <laughs> big country mm -hmm. yeah it's mm -hmm. a huge country mm -hmm. so what your work today is still the same you you go to the poor and you educate them basically no now we have schools social centers mm -hmm. um uh, pastoral ministry we um, after living with them uh, having a lot of experience with them we tried to start a formal education and for mainly for the indigenous people where there was no education, now the, the 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 girls have come up in their education. They can go for a job, so that way they are helped. Mm. Do you have any from your experiences in the schools? Do you have any stories of people that you helped or people that you worked with that are particular that particularly inspired you? You saw taking poor people into a school and giving them an education. Yeah, when we started in the in the mm, uh, in one of the schools now have come up uh, because of the uh, the the problem from the government not get we not getting the admission we thought of 
retiring from there mm. withdraw from that place and we withdrew um, when i was provincial we have taken that decision to withdraw because there is no possibility to get a permission from the government mm. that time the 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 the, the village people they wrote a letter some of them could not put their could not put their signature so they got their thumb impression and sent it to me saying that sister don't withdraw these sisters from this place because we have not seen an uncorrupt group like yours please so i re took the decision to go back and to stay with that uh, all the poverty and inconveniences and we did not know when we will get the admission and still three sisters were ready to go whatever may be the situation we will wait and one day we will get it and that way they got it now, and now the school has come up and the college has started Mm-hmm. So all from the dedication of those three sisters who were willing to go back when it was very difficult to be yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an amazing story. That's mm-hmm. really powerful. Does mm-hmm. um Is there any story that you have of a particular person that you taught or one of the sisters taught, maybe a young boy or a young girl? that was really helped by the education that comes to mind because i was not in the education field in the classrooms or with the Got students it, so it wasn't it yeah. wasn't a, you were yeah. more organizing Organize, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. okay wow that's um and so you've stayed so you were you were you've stayed in india the entire time or you come back here also oh, to paris oh i came uh, sub- during my novice i was novice mistress Every three years I used to come here for one meeting for the formatives. Mm-hmm. Claire was uh, general at that time here. And um, a lot of times I came. Then when I was provincial, every one and a half years we have to come for the meeting here or other countries. Mm-hmm. That way I, I have gone to Brazil um, for, um, for a meeting of the provincials. Then to Philippines. into Spain mm-hmm. so that way a lot of travel i had mm-hmm. did you enjoy this travel yeah i enjoyed i enjoyed yes yes and what is so is there it sounds like a really beautiful vocational story and why what is your been your experience of has there been ever a time in your in your in your life as a sister where you thought you were doing the wrong thing that maybe God was had called you to some other life or you always knew from the beginning that religious that you were uh, that you were made to be religious and this is what that or was ever a period where you doubted that uh i had a difficult moment um in when i was in the administration and so on but i never thought of going into something else but uh i was sure in the heart of heart god is in the midst of this struggle mm. and 
God will show. Certain, certain times he said, no, what will be tomorrow? What news will be in the newspaper? Because some of our sisters engaged in the hunger strike for the, for the fishermen and so on. And uh, that was a big event. But... Uh, Why were they mm, hunger striking? against the government's decisions to uh, to change the law for those who are going to the sea um, for fishing and all that thing you know the big boats will come and fish at the shore all the, um, the 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 fish that has to grow and that they the the, the ordinary uh, fishermen will not have the access to the sea etc And so the sisters like, did a hunger strike to um, change this. No, I cannot say changed it, but there was a lot of problem with that also. It was there. Mm -hmm. It was not only sisters, but it was all a uh, group people of people in the area. So you you never really doubted. You had some no. difficulties, but you God was always with you yeah, and you felt yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I never never doubted my vocation. No. Mm. Thank you for sharing the story, sister. I'm I'm wondering, I have a couple of last questions for right. you. The mm -hmm. first would be, I always ask this question, um, if someone's listening to this and they are suffering in their life, whether they're Christian, not Christian, mm -hmm. maybe mm -hmm. atheist, Hindu, Muslim, whatever, mm -hmm. but they happen to listen at this moment mm -hmm. to this podcast and they're having a difficult time in their life, Is there anything that you could say to them or that you would want to say to them? If they are open, if they are open, I think uh, uh, God will inspire at that time. Mm. What I will say, I do not know. I must listen. Mm. So you would just say, or um, yeah, you would listen at that time with them when you're speaking to them. Um, the other question I would have is, is if somebody is struggling with their vocation, so they don't know what God's calling them to do, maybe they're a young person or not even so young, should I be married? Should I stay single? Should I be, What do you have anything that you would say to a person in this situation where they're struggling with their vocation? Uh, that is uh, according to the persons after listening, um, there is please share indications could be given that means um, one is prayer the other thing is go and see in different places what attracts you whether it fits with your search uh, is it uh, uh, correspond to your inner quest um, you can go and live in different places before choosing something Uh, if it speaks to your spirit, that is it. So go. You're, you're, if you feel maybe, hey, I want to try a Carmelite, okay. that's, my, that's uh -huh. what I'm feeling at this moment. Uh -huh. Go and, and experience Go and see that. experience see. and uh, don't uh, stop there. Um, uh, experience also something else. And you, you see because uh, it is good to be open to different things. Then you choose. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, sister. It was so wonderful to spend time with you and to hear your story. I uh, I really appreciate you doing this. And 
Um, and it's so inspiring for me to hear somebody so dedicated to God and to his church through all these years and working with the poorest people that um, fish poor fishermen or, or, or young children or what, what, uh, what you did in your life is really amazing. And I think it's, it's a huge blessing for you to share the experience with people. Wondering if you would be willing to share um, a prayer to end our podcast in your native language. Um, would you be willing to do that? How is it? Uh, a prayer in your native language, in the language you grew up speaking. Ah, it is now it is a little difficult. Okay. But I can try. എല്ലാ മനുഷ്യരും സത്യം അറിയണമെന്ന് രക്ഷ പ്രാപിക്കണമെന്ന് ആഗ്രഹിക്കുന്ന എൻ്റെ ഈശോയെ നിൻ്റെ വയലിലേക്ക് നീ വേലക്കാരെ അയക്കണമേ നിൻ്റെ വചനത്തെ പ്രത്യാശയോടുകൂടി പ്രസംഗിക്കുവാൻ അവർക്ക് നീ ശക്തി നൽകണമേ നിൻ്റെ സുവിശേഷം അതിവേഗം പ്രചരിക്കുകയും ആദരിക്കപ്പെടുകയും ചെയ്യട്ടെ സർവജാതികളും സത്യേകതയുമായ നിന്നെയും നീ അയച്ചതിൻ്റെ പുത്രനും നിന്നോടുകൂടി നിത്യം ജീവിച്ചു വാഴുന്നതിനുമായി ഈശ്വമിഷയായി അറിയുവാനിടയാകട്ടെ